12 pinkies. It's the Fade Driver. Once again. Oh, I got to change my mirrors. One moment, please. Look at this. Oh, what the heck? Is it doing it? Oh, no. It got to be in this stupid truck, you know? There we go. So, you got these automatic seat memories things. And I had my mirrors flipped up, you know, for... You got the two kinds of mirrors. You can have them flipped out far so you can see. Oh, of course, now uh, everything's all bunged up. Um, so I memorize my settings for when I'm towing the trailer and have the mirrors flipped up because it requires that, you know, they, they be pointed in a different way because you're turning them. 90 degrees when you flip them up then when I'm not towing so that's setting number two memory then when I'm not towing the mirrors are flipped down I can't see anything with these mirrors the mirrors are flipped down and and uh, so that's memory setting one so problem is with this dumb truck I love this truck by the way it's still a dumb truck you can't request the memory setting if you're moving or in even in gear you have to put it in park and then I can't see where the buttons are so I have to open the door stick my head out the door to look at the seat the down you know down way down low on the seat to find the button to press to get this memory to initiate so it's dumb everything's dumb and then I don't even think you can memorize now I got my mirrors are still bunged up because uh, you know oh my life anyway yeah we're here we are well, I am the fade driver thanks for listening this is the pink wheel nuts podcast as you can tell I'm driving the truck today because I'm hauling the tiniest of loads <laughs> Um, uh, which is a thumper. I'm going to tell you what a thumper is and talk about thumping later. So, I'm sure it's been more than a month since I podcasted. Uh, so, i got to catch up on all the things. So, Mr. Anderson and I went on a trip in our RV trailer to Alberta to a place called Drumheller. Now Drumheller is the dinosaur capital of uh, British Columbia, Canada I guess. I don't know. Anyway, in Drumheller there's all these, there's a the huge amount of fossils and uh, some really interesting terrain where, you know, the uh, uh, glaciers have dropped off stuff and scraped away stuff. And then the eons, the years and years, millions and billions of years, the, the water has eroded away. And so this is really kind of cool looking uh, terrain there where you have this stratified... Uh, land where you've got these really up high you have these lush flat plains of grass and farming you know hay and who knows what else crops 
Um, and then there's a, we see where the water has eroded away and you see these different stratifications, different colors in the, in the, in the earth and the mountains and things. So it's very pretty. And it's quite interesting because there's coal is a big deposit there and there's all kinds of this stuff. And then there's all these fossils that keep burping up out of the ground. So in Drumheller, the little city, it's quite a small little town, there's this famous museum. Uh, the most controversial thing about this museum is the name because if you say the name wrong to a, to a Drumhelleran, you're going to get scolded about it's not... Tyrell, it's Tyrell or something. Tyrell, Tyrell, Tyrell. Is it Tyrell? Uh, no, it's not Tyrell, it's Tyrell. So the Tyrell Museum, um, I'm sure I'm even saying that wrong. The Tyrell Museum in Drumheller, it's really amazing. It's only about $28 to get in. Um, but it's got two huge floors of exhibits of dinosaurs and stuff like that. So it's really quite interesting. You could spend, I'm sure you could spend three or four days there if you had the mind, if you were interested in dinosaurs and things. So uh, this is where Mr. Anderson and I went on our trip to Alberta. Um, and uh, the whole town has really embraced the, uh, the dinosaur theme. Every building, every business, has dinosaurs on the roofs or on the sidewalks and it's the whole thing is very dinosaur themed you know like you, the benches that you can sit on are dinosaurs and and there's a gigantic dinosaur that you can walk up and you pay five dollars and you can walk up it's about three or four stories to uh go up into the dinosaur's mouth and look down all at the city and the, the plains, the plains of Drumheller, um, which we did. And, uh, and there's also a great uh, network of trails for bicycling. So Mr. Anderson and I took our bicycles and we were bicycling on all the trails. And of course we went to that museum. And uh, speaking of extinction level events, uh, we rented a canoe and went on a canoe ride, which almost caused us to divorce each other um, because, well, you know, <laughs> uh, we won't get into it. In any case, um, we had a horrible day of canoeing and uh, had a lovely time. Very, very windy in Alberta. And let me tell you something. I'm, you know, towing my trailer. I tow my trailer around British Columbia and I can get about 22 liters per 100 kilometers towing up and down the mountains of British Columbia. You know, long, steep, mountainous hills, the Coquihalla, for instance. Rogers Pass, all these, you know, for us, the, these names are meaningful. So all this mountainous towing that I do, towing my 22, uh, no, 12,000 pounds of trailer, <clears throat> a 
with my 7,000 pound truck getting 22, 22 to 24 liters per 100 kilometers. Don't make me, I'm not going to try to convert that for you Americans, but it's on the order of uh, 12 miles a gallon maybe. I'm just guessing. Um, in my six-cylinder diesel, Cummins turbo diesel. Um, and I'm not going fast, right? We're doing 60 to 65 miles an hour, typically. Not up the steep hills. So in British Columbia, I get 22, 22 liters per 100 kilometers. Um, in Alberta, we've got, there's aren't really these huge, long hills, but there's these rolling hills um, going up and down these plains. And this, the hills aren't steep and the hills aren't long, but they're constant. You're either going up a hill or down a hill, but it seems like you're always going uphill. <laughs> and there's the wind. So the wind in Alberta is mental because there could be like a low pressure center 400 miles away and it'll be windy wherever you are you know so you have you've got constantly mo mo like crosswinds and headwinds and now in Alberta in towing I'm getting 27 liters per hundred kilometers and that's much worse than 22 that's, uh, you know, that's probably less than 10 miles per gallon. Nine miles per gallon, possibly. Um, so I was very surprised that in Alberta, in these prairie provinces, which you assume are going to be flat and straight, they are very straight. The roads are incredibly straight. Um, and then all of a sudden you drive along for you know, 40 miles and then out of, out of nowhere pops a stop sign <laughs> and you got to stop. And the stop signs are huge. They're the size of the, I don't know, they must be six feet wide. <laughs> uh, anyway, so um, I was surprised by the, by the uh, bad gas mileage I was getting in Alberta, the flat province. Uh, but very windy. Um, so we had a lovely time. We were two weeks. We were there, and uh, and uh, we we typically we stopped for a day. We 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 went halfway, and then we would stop. Um, and you know, I've been testing my battery system. I talked about my RV battery set up and the issues I faced in the last camping trip we did where we did four days or three sleeps anyway four sleeps for three sleeps four days whatever and I had a, quite a bit of trouble with the battery so now we've only been doing like one day on the battery <clears throat> and although it can do it it's adequate I mean, actually, it's not adequate. I don't feel like it's adequate, but it does it. So I feel strongly now that I want to upgrade my battery, just get another house battery um, to bump me up to like 200 amp hours because 105 amp hours 
I just don't feel it is enough to power the rig even for a 24-hour period where you're not getting any solar solar uh, additions to your battery charging. So that was one of the observations on our trip. Now, let me talk about why I, my body is so sore and why I'm hauling a thumper in my truck. <clears throat> what is a thumper, Faye? Well, the proper name for a thumper is a uh, compactor. And this is the kind of thing that you see these world crews using where they it's a vibrating plate and you start this thing up and it just vibrates and it pounds the ground uh, when you're like putting down asphalt for instance uh, but in my case I was thumping down the gravel so now long story here I have a driveway that goes I don't know if I hope I haven't told you this already I have a driveway that goes along from the from the road along the side of my house down the back uh, down a hill down the back to my woodshed but it also goes right up to the neighbor properties property line now we have new neighbors these are all brand new houses here so the neighbor just built his house and or bought his house someone else built it and when you buy a brand new house you don't get any landscaping right it's just a dirt yard so the, the neighbor wanted to do a bunch of fancy landscaping so he asked me I'm paying $30,000 for landscaping would you allow the landscape company to use your driveway to bring all their dirt and crap and wood and who knows what else gravel down to my yard and I said you know being the neighborly friendly person that Mr. Anderson and I are we said sure you go right ahead it makes perfect sense you got this free open access to your backyard and if it was me if I was that neighbor and I had a neighbor like Faye Driver I'd be like come on man it's so easy we're just gonna drive up and down your driveway so I agreed to this plan um, and uh, which was fine so when we were going away on our little trip so these guys were working away going in and out of my driveway and the agreement was that we are gonna f if we wreck your driveway because they're, they're driving their dump trucks up and down the driveway and all kinds of you know uh, bomber cats and whatever they're called <laughs> little tiny little um, Hobie cats what are those things called <laughs> you know little shovels on a tracked vehicle <laughs> uh, and whatever else there are all kinds of trailers full of rocks and who knows what so they're doing all that and that's fine the deal was We'll make sure we leave your driveway in pristine condition. We're going to make it better than we left it when you found it, you know, whatever. And I said, okay, that sounds like a deal. I will allow you to use my driveway. So they did. 
and so they used it and I had my spies coming by to look after my house and they were like oh dear this driveway's really getting beaten up uh, you know my my house sitting spies were like I don't know this looks pretty bad um, so you know they truly were making the best use of my driveway but when I returned home they had actually laid down a whole bunch of new gravel uh, or dirt I should say dirt and they did make me a nice flat driveway and they put some more rocks on my stupid rock driveway I don't like my rock driveway um, and the neighbor is like okay we're done uh, so just want to check in with you is everything okay and I was like actually no I want I don't want this surface on my driveway because it's going to rain and it's going to be super muddy. So it's just like dirt that they had put down. And our everything around here is really mucky and gooey. We have a lot of clay in our neighborhood. <laughs> so it, it, it becomes a real problem in the wintertime or the rainy season where we just walk around in mud. And I said, no, not good enough. I want a different surface. I want gravelly. I want a, I want a good gravel surface on my driveway and he said sure perfect no problem we'll do that so the guy had delivered for me free of charge to me a dump truck full of uh, this rock crush material it's like it's kind of real very shaly um, it's a really nice material actually because it um, tamps down really well and it becomes almost like concrete I'm a little concerned that it might still be a little muddy, but in any case, we got this dump truck full, 12 yards of gravel to run, you know, run up my, up my, my gravel driveway, my hilly gravel driveway. Um, so, uh, that was great. I appreciated that and that all that went really well. These dump truck drivers, I'm telling you, these dump truck drivers are amazing. So Trucker Alex came with his drunk, drunk tub, <laughs> his dump truck. <laughs> uh, Trucker Alex came with his dump truck and laid down like in a beautiful stream uh, of, you know, four inch thick gravel uh, all the way up my hilly driveway and then left a pile at the top. So it was just like exactly what I had asked for. And I now, I am sorry that I asked for that. But in any case, we got all this gravel delivered. So I've been spreading gravel around on my driveway for three days um, to make my, gra my driveway really nice. So I'm very happy now. I'm, I am, I'm appreciative of the neighbor who you know, provided me with almost $400 worth of gravel at no charge. And then I had to get out there with a rake and I've been spreading gravel and leveling. And, you know, if you were um, Brenda Boo, you saw how much time and effort I put into leveling the sand when I built my pool 10 years ago or whenever that was. Uh, well, the same process was occurring on my driveway, my gravel driveway. Now, my gravel driveway is about uh, 75 feet, maybe 100 feet long in this section where we had the gravel delivered. And like 10, 12 feet wide, maybe even more. So, 
so I wanted this to be done really well, so I went and got me a compactor, or this thumper that I rented for $55 a day, and I've been thumping my gravel and spreading gravel, and I am absolutely wrecked now. Um, my body is sore, my hands are vibrating, um, and uh, I got a sunburn, and I'm done with gravel driveways. <laughs> but I'm done. Uh, the job has been completed and I am actually quite happy and I was happy to do the work because I'm anal as I'm sure you're aware. Alright, so that's my story about why I'm delivering a thumper. Taking the thumper back to the rental store now. Alright, I am the Fade Driver. Thanks for listening. Uh, you can expect more podcasts uh, with more <clears throat> um, uh, frequency uh, coming soon. If you have a car question or a question about driveways, you can email me at podcast at pinkwheelnuts.com. Uh, thanks for listening. Bye.